0: Hey there, what's up? It's your guide, Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books and other ways to work with me at www.simplyolli.com. That's Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right, my friends. Hello. I am back this week with a voice. It's wonderful. Uh, it took it took a bit, but we are back and and we, as in me and I guess the multiple me's that exist, I don't know. We're back this week. Um, I have my voice back. It's wonderful. And today we are talking about talking oh, hello. My voice is back, but my brain is not. Uh no, this week we're gonna talk about normalizing our flaws and flaws is in quotations for a reason um cuz i think flaws is an absurd word <laughs> i mean we could we could have a whole deep philosophical discussion about the word flaws uh about what a flaw is um but really it's I, I think it's highly subjective um and you know when it comes to our bodies when it comes to our being when it comes to who we are um i I dislike seeing things through the lens of a flaw. Um, There are so many aspects of ourselves that make us unique and that is something to be celebrated, to be curious about, to embrace or to release, right? But it's never wrong. Um, There's never anything wrong with us and I just want to drill that piece Home. Um, Because I lived so many years thinking I was just riddled with flaws. Um, And it ruined me. It tore me apart Uh, to the point where even uh, stupid is not a word we use in my household. And my husband thinks it's weird and a bit silly. Um, And my kids think that it's up on par with other adult words like the F word and things like that. Um, it's baffling when they hear it and when they hear other kids say it. But it was a a, a word I used to degrade myself so much um, because of how many flaws I perceived I had that it's just, it's just a word we don't use. Um, so anyway, that was like a little side tangent. But Today is one of those fun episodes where I am going to be reading from one of my books. I hope you guys dig these. Um, If you don't, it sucks for you. No, I'm kidding. That's rude. Um, No, but I I enjoy reading little bits from my books. Um, And I do always encourage you guys go the books um, you know read them further read more of the context um, a lot a couple of my books have journal prompts um, and have like reflective questions and sometimes they're not even in the form of questions it's just written into the writing um, and encourages you to to reflect uh, but I, I love I love my books I love all the books I've written and this one that we're reading today is actually ten days to self-love now this book is literally one of the first it is a shorter book so I'm gonna put that disclaimer out there. Um, it is one of the first books that I wrote and, um, it is available only in a digital version, uh, at simply slash books. I'm sorry. I'm going to do that gross thing that I do because I'm sitting in a cold shed <laughs> until it becomes a fully fledged sound studio. It's, I'm going to call it a shed. Um, no, but, um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't normally read from this one, um, but I felt like let's let's bring it back. Um, at some point, I would love to rewrite this book and make it like a like a full on, you know, two hundred page I don't know self love book. Um, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. I've got some other books to write in the meantime. Uh, but so let's go ahead and read it. And and as always. Uh, if you dig it and you want to buy it, you know where to find it, and we'll have a little little chitty chat afterwards about it as well. All right, so I am going to be reading from the page that um, says "Make a flaw in quotations your new normal." Okay, so I'm going to read that. There are um, so this book is set up in a way where I I have a page. Oh, can you hear the the crinkle? I have like the one physical copy that exists. You're welcome. Um, because I went and had these printed at a print shop. Oh, man, the days. Uh, anyway, there's a, there's a page written that kind of gives you some insight. And then the other page is called a work it out page. And it is meant to take it day by day. Um, but it has journal prompts. It has, you know, uh, things that encourage reflection. I'm going to stop babbling now. But I'm just letting you know that that is the format of this book. And if that is the type of book you dig, then get it. Um, And if you want to print it on your own, you totally can. You can go to Kinko's or something, make it a a whole bit, you know, get that spine staple. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading this now. Whenever I use the word flaw, you'll almost always see me put quotations around it. I know that's what most people would call things they don't like about themselves. I used to be one of those people. But when I started to change the way I viewed them, I started to flip my world on its head. Most of the things that I thought were flaws were just a natural part of me I had learned to dislike. My hips, wavy hair, teeth, belly, being bipolar. I was hating who I am as I stand before you. Why? Because I was led to believe those things weren't normal or beautiful. I stopped wearing heavy makeup and straightening my hair every single day so that I could make my natural beauty my new normal. I didn't like the way that that looked for a while, but I got used to it. Complimented myself, focused less on what other people thought and more on being happy with being me. My mind shifted and I became really happy with the way I looked. Even things like feeling broken, lack of friends, and feeling stupid. I looked at my brokenness as a past that made me stronger, stopped obsessing over the number of friends I had, and focused on the value of the ones that I did have. And I looked at what I achieved and how I still further my education every day to know that I'm not stupid and never have been. I found gratitude in these seemingly unchangeable things. The way we perceive ourselves and the world is an incredibly powerful thing. Our minds are the ultimate tool. We aren't lying to ourselves when we say these things. We're finally telling the truth with every compliment, mantra and kind thought we allow ourselves to have. It takes time, patience, and dedication to change the views of ourselves. But it is possible. Believe in it. All right, that is it. I'm gonna turn my flashlight off now. <laughs> sitting in a dark room um, and it's nighttime. But, but yeah. So again, there are there are some question prompts after that on the work it out page. Again, if you dig, go buy. Um, it really actually helps support the show when you purchase the books. Just so you are aware. But uh, but yeah. So <sighs> flaws. You know, it is something where I feel like it is something we need to normalize. We need to look take a, take a good look at them and see if it's something that we have learned to dislike about ourselves through the people around us through media through just preconceived notions just through what we saw before as fact but in reality it was it was skewed it was wrong right it was the thing that was wrong not our not our flaws quote unquote um and of course, there are always things that we can change about ourselves and ways in which we can grow. But it needs to, we need to make sure it doesn't come from this self-critical place or this self-loathing or, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, it, like a destructive place, if you will, um, you know, where it's like we're making that change out of like immense, deeply rooted hatred or discontentment perhaps. Um, So, so yeah, we want to normalize these things. We want to be okay with allowing things to change, but encourage us to do it from a place of, of love and appreciation, right? Um, And really practice functioning from that place. Because a lot of times I see people, and I've seen it in myself, that are just incredibly unhappy. And it's, and it's simply due to perspective, um, now, given I, I get it, there are certain like circumstances and situations that that can lead to unhappiness. That are, I mean, they're they're legit. They're they're a thing. <laughs> Maybe not flaw related. Um, and you know, and again, I I'm always gonna take this stance of like it's it's not to say that there's any one situation where you could, you know, it's like oh well, if you're broke, you know, your perspective doesn't matter. <laughs> like you're broke and that's gonna suck. So, you know, there's always. Room to challenge every single thought like that, Um, and and to say that no one thing is necessarily the exception um, to this approach. But however, things, we, whatever, Uh, just getting your brain working, right? So, another thing I want to bring attention to is to make sure that anything that we deem as a flaw, you know, we're making, we want to make sure we're not using them as an excuse right? As a, as a reason or an excuse that holds us back or a reason we can't do this or a reason that that is happening to us. Um, no, now, again, given there are certain things, you know, there, there are certain things where, you know, why, why am I trying to dance around the topic? Sometimes I'd get in my head friends. Um, I really try not to, but, um, like for for example right so like um <sighs> I'm trying to think of, like, basically on the, on, on the lines of marginalization, right, or discrimination. That's more of what I'm thinking of. And not to say that that's a flaw. Maybe maybe you're seeing it as as such, and you're like, well, I have this flaw, which is maybe my religion or my skin color or my gender identity or my sexuality or blah, 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 or any of those things, right? Um, and that is the reason I am experiencing racism, discrimination, um, you know, being ostracized, uh, being bullied, whatever whatever it might be okay the those things are valid but again I'm just kind of trying to come to this base point of let's not use them as an excuse to sit in a place of disempowerment maybe it is something that's happening but don't use it as an excuse to belittle your own self or to allow it to hold you back in any capacity or to allow it to, to to tear you apart and to break you down and to lead you into a place where you honestly just don't want to be, right? So I use the word normalizing, but really we're just trying to come to a place of self-acceptance. Um, and maybe it is something where we have to make a change to, to facilitate that self-acceptance. And maybe it's it's something where we don't have to do anything except for really work on that that internal perspective and seeing things a bit differently and, and expressing them differently to other people, right? So we just want to get out of the space of using these things as an excuse. Um, I used bipolar as an excuse for so long, for so many things, for how I treated people, for, you know... Um, how I was behaving now given like there's you know there's causation behind that of course but it was I was definitely not trying to convey it in a way of hey can we create an understanding around this and let me you know let me express to you that I have this neurodiversity and um, this is what I'm experiencing no it was like here's my get out of jail free card (laughs) you know like here let me hand it to you like don't come at me bro I don't need to take responsibility I got this um that's more of the attitude I'm talking about. Um, and, and that was actually one of the things that helped me break out of that was actually no longer using bipolar as that excuse um, was kind of the last key. Now I did a lot of inner work. I did a lot of mindset, emotional control and internal healing and processing and things like that. But um, that was the last key was finally going, okay, don't play this card anymore. Let's see what happens. And I don't live with bipolar disorder anymore. It's fascinating. Um not that that's going to necessarily happen with everything. And maybe that's not your your choice or your path and that's cool, but that is what unfolded for me. So, you know, we want to take these these baby steps with our thoughts and the way that we're expressing what it is that we're feeling, and what it is that we're seeing, and and what is it that we're experiencing, right? And how we're how we're sharing all of that, you know. We we don't want to just like one day, <clears throat> like for instance, your uh, your 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 pal over here has. Uh, I have this calcium deposit, and you hear me tapping my tooth, because I'm that person. Uh, I have this calcium deposit on my tooth, and um, and it's this big white spot. And, and if you've seen a picture of me, I have a big smile. I have some big front teeth, the whole nine. I love it now. I'm, I embrace it. I am grateful. Uh, I definitely have, like, there's a side of my family that has this, like, level of teeth. And I definitely got it from, <laughs> from them. Um, awesome. Kudos. So... Anyway, I used to be very self-conscious about it. Um, I, I couldn't just, you know, one day be like, look at my brilliant smile. I think I'm amazing. This isn't, this isn't a flaw. This is my best feature ever. And apparently when you gain that level of confidence, you also gain an accent. So, you know, hip, hip, hooray. Look at my teeth. Um, <laughs> I crack myself up. Uh, no, we need to take baby steps, right, towards... Towards this level of self-acceptance and and acknowledgement and self-love and encouragement, right? So it really did start with me, you know, looking in a mirror and going, okay, your smile is fine. <laughs> you know, like that was my first step. was like, your smile is fine. Um, or even when my brain would automatically go, ugh, look at your teeth. Like no one wants to see that. I would just go, no. I, no. No. I literally just say no to myself I'm like no um so sometimes you know and not maybe not even sometimes I I like to say sometimes because there's always the exception somebody could just you know go balls to the wall and just put on their accent and be like I've changed um but for most of us we're gonna need to take those baby steps <laughs> and and it usually starts with the self and the way we're talking to ourselves and thinking and um, saying things to ourselves, and then you know we can kind of tiptoe out into like let me express it outwardly. If somebody maybe does make a rude snide comment about my teeth or my smile or my calcium deposit, um, I can just be like, "That was rude. Have a good day." You know, instead of taking it personally and taking it to heart, um, you know, I can I can kind of shift my expression around that maybe. Maybe my previous expression was to immediately close my mouth and hide my teeth Um, because I have been made fun of before for my teeth. It's not just like my own personal thing like I have actually been made fun of Um, and bullied about it. Uh, But it's 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 fascinating, too, because. You know, needless to say, uh, you know, you can view this how you will. Maybe the energy shifted around me and people were picking up on that. Or maybe I was just noticing things that I didn't notice before. We We could take a very cognitive approach. We could take an energetic approach with this, however you want to view it. But after I started doing this work around normalizing that flaw... I started getting people complimenting my smile. I remember the first time it happened. This is like, this is how profound this was with my teeth. But I walked into a gas station and the person at the counter goes, wow, you have a really great smile. And it was like I had never heard those words before, especially from a stranger. And it just sat with me clearly because I'm 31 and I still remember. Um, So, you know, we take those baby steps to be able to like start within and then bring it out into the world. And then now I get to share all about my teeth on this, (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) to thousands of you, which is weird, but great. Um, So you see what I'm saying? Like we take those baby steps and they get bigger or maybe they don't even get bigger. Maybe they always stay baby, but we've just walked a lot longer by the end of it. So you know, um, my encouragement to you when doing this yourself, you know, maybe you've gotten some tips up until this point. But if not, my encouragement to you would to to be whoa, words would be to go, um, find examples of people rocking the things that you see as a flaw on yourself, right? Or, you know, find community that that reinforces um that particular thing in, in a positive way, of course, like in an empowering way. Um, so uh, one of my friends was, she, I love her. She's amazing. She has this, this, big beautiful curly hair and she went to put on like a beanie because she came to visit and it's freaking cold here so she went to put on a beanie and she was like oh I don't know because her hair is you know like just popping out underneath and she's like does this even look good on me I don't know I usually avoid this kind of look and I went to Pinterest and I went beanie hat curly hair and I just looked it up and there were all of these models and all of these photos of just different arrays of people rocking these snug beanies and then the big curly hair coming out from underneath and it was just it was so encouraging for her it was so empowering and she was like i'm doing it i'm making it happen and sometimes we just need that bit of validation we just need that that bit of support and sometimes it won't be as easy as as searching on pinterest right sometimes it might be a little more more difficult to come about that um community i know that was kind of my case um when um when I was really starting to like get into my own with being a witch, it was a little trickier to find community that I felt connected with that, that I felt kind of empowered me in that expression. Um, and, uh, it's been a journey as well. Um, more recently, I'm just going to be open and real on this podcast right now. Um, more recently, um, you know, discovering and, and having self-acceptance with being ace or being, you know, on the asexual spectrum, um, gray sexual to be specific, but finding community and support around that because it's kind of been this self-discovery and then, Oh, I don't really have anybody to talk to you about it. That also knows maybe how this feels or can express similarly what they're feeling. And I can create some kind of connection and, and feel a little more normalized. Um, And, you know, and then out of the blue, I was, you know, again, this starts with the self, right? And then you start expressing and then you never know what's going to happen. I had a friend who I was sharing with this about and they shared with me that they were also ace and it was really cool to get to have that conversation. And it was somebody I've talked to for a very long time and, you know, and it was just like, oh, wow, we now get to connect over this thing. So it can come in, in many different forms, but, you know, really start within uh, you know, take those baby steps, um, and if you can, you know, you know, use the internet. You know, be mindful, of course, don't go down dark rabbit holes. Um, but like, you can use the internet. Um, just having conversations with people that might be open to those these kinds of things. Um, you know, of course, you could, you know, come join like our community and Empowered University to have a space to to be able to express these things and be normalized in in that in this flaw that you maybe are working on and out um, to more of like a self-acceptance. But yeah, you know, do all those bits and you'll get somewhere. You really will. Um, And that's, that's what I'm going to say on that. I'm going to, I'm going to end this because, wow, this is a long one. (laughs) Didn't think I was going to talk this long. I'm so excited to be back at the microphone. We are talking a lot today. Anyway, that That is going to be it for this one. Again, if you enjoyed um, listening to my read of 10 Days to Self-Love, um, definitely go and purchase the digital copy on my website, simplyally.com slash books. Um, link is in the show notes, all that good stuff. And yeah, if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling your friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and other ways to work with me at (laughs) www.simplyali.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ali. And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.